I am back and I don't have a preventable disease that the government could stop the population having. That's good. Uh, but there's no time to talk about that today because we will be discussing the very important topic of... COP26! Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Um, with COP26 on the horizon, there was every reason to make an episode on it. COP26 is being held from the 31st of October to the 12th of November. Obviously not non-stop. Um, it is the an- next annual UN Climate Change Conference. This year it's being held in Glasgow, hosted by the UK in partnership with Italy. A news article states that several groups are planning action throughout the run of the event, including Extinction Rebellion. COP26 has set some goals, um, like secure global net zero by mid-century and keep 1.5 degrees within reach, and other topics will be discussed further in detail later in the podcast. As you can hear... Um, there are only two of us today because Oshan is out of isolation tomorrow and Travan is... Busy. Well, he's acting. He's he's a great actor these days. He's like Shakespeare. Yeah. Well, Shakespeare didn't <laughs> act. He wrote. <laughs> he wrote. But, but <coughs> Shakespeare's... He's like Tom Holland. Oh, yeah. He's better than Spider-Man. He's, he's like Daniel Craig. You'll see him actually going from the streets... He'll be on Hollywood in a few days, I'm telling you now. Um, That's the point. Um, As we said, we didn't say you can see, as you can see, we said as you can what? Listen. As you can hear. As you can hear. Yes, those are the senses. Um, We have come to a decision in the past half an hour um, over group chat that we are stopping the episode on YouTube. And they're carrying on on audio because we don't get any views on YouTube. And it's hassle to edit. Yeah, but everything is usual except for that. And um, instead, the channel won't be dead. Don't unsubscribe. There will be. We're starting a new project. Um, I'm not going to say what. If you no. saw, our, if you follow our Instagram, you probably have seen already. And if you do want to see our faces um, on. Instagram we will be doing short reels where we'll be saying a lot of information um, uh, yeah we might put out some sh- yeah so on the YouTube channel we will put out some shorts um, probably because they don't really work on audio to be honest in my opinion I don't really like listening to short episodes of podcasts also the project will be on the YouTube channel and other stuff to do with you know climate nature and all those stuff so that was my long explanation nice Now it's time for Nature News. Um, today we will be seeing what news companies are saying about COP26 and related topics. The Scottish Sun has said the eco-warriors have warned of targeted disruption in Glasgow during COP26. And by eco-warriors they mean Extinction Rebellion, who hold large events such as marches 
and meetups. Um, one of which Joe, me, um, <laughs> me. Um, and Shao and Oshan um, yeah. went to, and we got some interviews. We'll put them in later. They are they're gonna last about ten minutes, twenty minutes. Someone talked about for about ten minutes. I don't know. Yeah, so it was good. She was good. Claire, if you're out there, thank oh, you. Ian knows Claire. Oh yes, she does. He. Do- I can't talk. Uh, the 95-year-old um, royal overlord said she's irritated by the lack of progress on climate issues ahead of the COP26 climate change summit in Glasgow. Quick thing. They own about 2% of the UK's land. They could easily put that towards conservation or useful stuff rather than just having plain fields. Or I don't have a clue what they do with it. And but, yeah. on the point of royalty um the earthshot prize just got held in london yes yes and it was actually really good i don't like the royal family i think they're just a bunch of people who are born into royalty and don't deserve the money Shares opinion yes um, sorry if you are a royal um, why would the royal be listening to this why would prince william be listening to this or david ass no he's, he's not, not royal. royal um <laughs> you get the point um, yeah, so it was really good. I was go watch. I would go watch if uh, if I were you. If you're in the UK, it is on BBC Player. Don't know if you're in any other countries. If you can watch it, sorry. Um, you can. Oh, you can. Don't know how. Sorry, but yes, yeah, really probably good. just YouTube it. Probably just highlights. And Coldplay did a um, um, con- not concert, but a song in the start with the um, the lights and music and stuff. Pedals. Sixty lights. people were pedaling on bikes. And they were probably paid to go to the concert just to ride at the same time. Hmm. That'd be amazing. I know, I would, I would do it. And yeah, it was really good. And also, Coldplay have announced some they're doing a world tour that's going to be carbon neutral, except the planes. But to be honest, with all the stuff Didn't they offset- say that they would plant enough trees to offset it? Yeah, exactly. They're planting one tree for each ticket they sell. So they're kind of offset, offsetting it in, if you're... If you're but yeah, and a lot of people are giving giving them some backlash for that. But they didn't really, the the people who are giving them backlash black backlash aren't really thinking what they're seeing through. So yeah, um, back to the uh, nature news. Um, the ninety five year old monarch was speaking after opening the Senate in Cardiff. Right, the Guardian got that wrong. It was the sixth term of the Senate in Cardiff, as she criticised those who talk but don't do. Her comments were a part of a conversation with the Duchess of Cornwall and Ellen Jones. The Parliament's president, 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 presiding of... Presiding? The Parliament's presiding or presiding officer. um, That might be a typo. Possibly. Thank you, Oshan, or the Guardian. Um, Parts of the tapes are inaudible, but the Queen is reported to have said in the first clip, I've been hearing all about this cop, but I don't know who's coming. I don't know what accent that was, sorry. Um, and lastly today, the President of China is set to miss the COP26 climate conference in Scotland this month. According to a report, the Chinese President is not expected to travel to Glasgow for the summit. In a blow for world leaders hoping to set ambitious new climate targets, including limiting global warming to 1.5 degrees. 
China's emissions exceed all of the world's developed nations combined. And Mr G's absence comes amid growing concern that the COP26 summit will not be a success. Now, now it's... Oh, sorry. It's mine. Not, you're not low, are you? Sorry, I'm not so low. Oh, so, okay. Um, so now it's time for this week's Debate Timo. Yeah, we should do um, like a, an intro for that. Like, we have one. Do we? Does it go like, like debate Debar- Debar- Timmy? Yeah, it's like, de- like yeah, in it's an like, echoey. Yeah, but you've said it, so it's like more. It's not copyrighted, which is good for me because I've got copyright claims. So, oh, um, Joe, no one's that stupid to think of debate. But Timmy, I'm not getting but, copyright, copyright, copyright claims now because this is audio, and no one copyright claims you. Also, and we're this, very original these days, and we're not just doing the same thing every episode. Debate time. Anyway, back on to the party, Timmy. Um, today's debate question is: Do you think that large deci- decisions for climate change will be passed at COP twenty six? Yeah. Um. Just so you know, Thomas, our lovely friend here who donated five quid to us, is is joining in with our debate, Timmy. So um. If you hear a quite a creaky voice, um, it's because he wears glasses and apparently he's going to get more depressed than being bullied. I've just taken his glasses off now, so he should be a a happy person. Yeah, he should be happy. Stop making that awful quiz. And it's jokes. Jokes are going to attack me now. They're very greasy. They're not greasy. They're oily. Anyway, just now. Ready, Thomas? No. Do you know the question we're talking about? I can't see him. Give him his glasses back. <laughs> oh, um, so, as for the past five, four, four cops, nothing has been passed since... Um, when I remember when I said that referee died, but it was a different person. That, that was awkward. In front of the head teacher as well. <laughs> Certified fail. So, um, back on track. Um, for the past four years, nothing has been passed in the COP twenty six COP cops, whatever. Um, and to be honest, being realistic with about like the Australia, <coughs> okay, with Australia and Chinese presidents not going, and the person down under. Yes, and both of their both both those countries are one of the top five most um carbon emitting um countries in the world Isn't so with china that, the number one yeah china's the number one then like russia and then uh Australia are russia like really? i know it's crazy not russia so anyway america I I, with with all this pressure i hope they pass something but being realistic they're not you it china they're gonna become carbon neutral by like 2080 yeah, probably. We'll um, be India. oldies then. And India. I mean, 2018. We'll be, we'll be, um... Is the UK going to be a carbon neutral in 2050? Yeah. Yeah, they just Still, get, like, way uh, too late. Yeah, but, like, they, you know, to get... Do they have to get, like, all the companies to agree to this? And it's going to be quite hard to get all the companies to agree. No, if there's laws, then it's a law. Oh, well, oh they, they can do... Okay, well, that's true. Well, it's they, a government. Well, they're that's government, why yeah. everyone pushes okay. for governments. Yeah, like... We'll have this chat with Thomas but, later. But the government just set out new things. <laughs> the government just set out new th- uh, regulations, you could say, for um, carbon neutral by 2050. 
some of them are pretty decent but some of them aren't one of them is like um a five thousand five thousand pound bonus to get like vehicle charges in your house you can't remember the other ones and more trees or something that's oh, some in. Some in. Um, uh, Cardiff, oh, I, I think it's like rallies. a million more. Oh, I'm going to punch you in inside. Oh, come here! Oi! Come here! The lunatics won't get money. More trees or something. Oh, wow, that's going to change the world. Minuscule amount. Um, and... Tom, should I say something? Well, isn't it a debate? I don't know, you don't have to say that something. Uh, well, I don't know, what, what's the debate about? Do you think that large decisions will, for climate change will be passed in COP26? I don't know. Well, they haven't done anything in like the last what, five, five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said, yeah. So, like, and, well, the COP26, is going. Is it on right now? Oh, no, it's... Well, what, by the time this is out, it might just have started or starting in, like, well, two days. So. we don't know. We haven't heard anything, have we, really, about it? No, no. it's all but, we've... All we've heard is just I, like well, they, I hope they will, but I don't know. Like, realistically, no. Um, and you'd hope. I mean, Claire's <laughs> just giving you a long answer, but my short answer is no. I highly <laughs> doubt that they will actually do something because they're useless. All these governments. Um, yeah. <laughs> Except they're for useless. New Zealand, they're they're good. New Zealand is good. Yes. And Hi, Denmark. Seth. Oh, Denmark, yeah, they, they are my G-Wizzles. That, that's my new favourite phrase, G-Wizzles. Don't know what it means. Could be something from Yes, it does. My G-Wizzles. Blue from, like, the Wizards of Oz or something. So it's not, I just made it up. I made it up. It's a r- Whose phone is that? Mine. Joe, how dare you put it on silent. Mostin. Oh, Mostin, how dare you. Anyway, um, um, I think we've done debate time. And yeah, that's the end of the debate team, if you guys. Um, now we have a special part here. We will show you um, one of our Extinction Rebellion interviews. Not one, several hundreds. No, there's no, only it's, like seven. It's quite a few, but it's a nice amount. You're supposed to put your I'm going to put silent. it on silent. Yeah. Um, right. Our first question is what have you come here today to do? So today um, I've, um, I've joined um, Extinction Rebellion um, craft group. And they've been making um, <coughs> vines and um, flowers and leaves. So I'm here with Extinction Rebellion. Um, I've been involved for a couple of years now. I was living in London when I first seen the protests happening. Um, and I knew how bad things were with climate change and felt totally helpless really about what to do. And I've got two nephews. Um, they're, they're younger than you. Anyway, and I, I really worry about what I'm going to tell them in the future. Um, about what I did to help make sure that they had a, a healthy planet. Um, I'm here with Extinction Rebellion and I'm really, really scared about the climate crisis and about the nature crisis. So I'm kind of um, demonstrating that. Okay, I work for the COP26 Coalition um, and that's why I'm here today. Uh, to raise awareness about the fact that we're in a climate emergency and that there's a big conference coming up called COP26 where all the world's leaders are coming together to talk about it and have the chance to actually do something about it, hopefully. Okay, well I've come here today to show support for the COP26 coalition, um, you know, to fight against climate change. Obviously we've seen that the world is teetering on the edge now um, and, you know, we need to start 
organizing together and I think coalitions, different organizations, different groups fighting for different things coming together to fight climate change is essential because climate change links to so many different areas. How can people at home get involved with these couple Okay, so um, we've got uh, Extinction Rebellion Arts, um, we've got a Facebook page and all the events are um, put on there um, or they're on um, Twitter and uh, Instagram as well, I think all the social media channels. Um, or yeah, just follow Extinction Rebellion Cardiff um, group as well and it's usually listed on there. So. I think there's there's a lot of perception with Extinction Rebellion that if you're you have to if, that you have to take risks to be involved that it's all about getting in trouble with the police and that's not the case at all you know you can see this is just a lovely event there's there's families here um, so if you live in Cardiff then you can just look up Cardiff Extinction Rebellion we have meetings on Zoom every two weeks and then in person meetings for a week in between that um, you can come along if you just want to chat to people like this if you want to do flint blocking which is where you can help people make the clothes look nice. Um, if you want to just make tea, if you want to be somebody that looks after people when they feel sad, uh, there's so many different roles that you can do. So just get in touch, send a message on Facebook, and then we can give you some details. They can come along and support us. Um, there's also um, a youth, a youth organisation for Ideas for Future for children oh, yeah. and young people. So that's easy. Or join Extension Rebellion. Oh well, that's you know it's actually very very easy to do that. Um, you know, volunteers really are the black, the backbone of our, of our society, you know, in Wales and, and the UK. And, you know, we've got so many local issues um, and we're always crying out for volunteers. You know, we always need new people and particularly young people. We need young people to bring ideas and, um, you know, just to bring, um, just to bring their energy, you know, and, and, and be innovative. So I think the best way if you want to get involved in the local issue is listen out, you know, find out what's going on in, in your area. And I promise you that, you know, if you, if you just have a look on Facebook or Instagram or whatever social media platform they're using, you will, if you, you know, if you get hold of them that way, you will get a very warm welcome. Um, and, you know, it, you, will, you will always be welcome. Uh, they can look at Extinction Rebellion on the internet and Facebook and Instagram and find out what's going on. They can look out for like petitions to sign to put pressure on those people that are in power. Uh, or they can come out on the streets and join in with events. Lots of ways to get involved. I think the beautiful thing about these events is that there's loads of ways to get involved. So you can get involved in like arts and crafts, you can get involved in speaking, you can get involved in sort of just spreading information, giving out leaflets. I think all sorts of things. I think the most important thing is to turn up and see what you like, you know? Because here you could do anything, right? The one thing I would say is that, you know, one of the things that we have is um, sometimes volunteers join us and they find it really difficult to understand what they should do or whether or not, you know, how, how, they, can, how they can be a part of it or what they can contribute. And, you know, what I would say is to those new volunteers, pick up one new task, just a small thing. If you're asked to do something small, um, just, just pick it up, do it, come back. You know, it's a very, very empowering thing um, and you will soon feel confident enough to, to move on to the, the next thing. Um, if any world leader was standing right in front of you now, what would you tell them? I would tell them that we are facing catastrophe and they have to make the climate crisis um, oh, 
top priority, got to everything I do has got to be um, led by the Cloud Christ. I would say you need to really consider um, being much bolder and much faster about doing something about climate change and reducing emissions um, so that they are below the level required to stop this global catastrophe happening. Like, you really must, really must do something now, like it is an emergency. Can't do it as individuals. We need it from the top down, like for them to take responsibility. Even though we all do our part, we all do our bit. We need it from the top. Yeah. I tell them that this problem, if you see the problem as being the protesters, this is not going to go away. We are only going to get stronger and louder the more they ignore the problem. Um, that they need to step up and recognise that they are plunging billions of people into poverty and death with their inaction and that we're not going to, we're not going to accept that anymore. Any world leader, I would say, um, I, I would say you need to act now and I know that that's a very, you know, everyone's saying that you need to act now, but it's just words, isn't it? We have seen through Covid, okay, how quickly um, governments can, can mobilise, how quickly they can pivot and just how much money there actually is to spend on a crisis when, when we need it. And so what I would be saying to any world leader, of course it depends on the world leader because only the most powerful leaders are able to do this and you know and, and, and those leaders in the global south you know is a very very different different story and that's what we need to be doing is, is really um, amplifying those voices and supporting those voices from the global south but you know without a doubt I would be saying to government now Covid is not the biggest crisis we have ever experienced and um, the, the climate crisis is the worst experience that we are going through and we will continue to go through and this is what they need to address and yes it will mean huge 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 changes but we have been through that we've been through that just recently and we we have managed it so that's that's what i would say to, to be honest i mean i think the issue is you can tell them absolutely anything and they wouldn't even care you know um, because these people let's be quite honest they're not one of us they're they they live lives that we could never even imagine living they they cause so much destruction that we couldn't even physically imagine causing that much destruction through their decisions so what i would tell him is probably i'd tell him to get go away <laughs> to, to get out because he's no help and if anything he would just try and use this or if any leader who is destroying the environment would just try and use an event like this they have a nice photo and then to go to the media and be like look what i've been doing today and absolutely do nothing and would even they would even use that to do nothing so tell him to leave because he's not welcome in sorry because we're organizing here we're not organizing people like him um, the, the time is now they need to act rather than setting targets and making promises we're having fires and floods and extreme heat all over the place people are actually dying as a result of the climate emergency so they can't wait any longer uh, I saw you uh, speaking a few hours ago, I think. Um, yeah. 
Of course, yes. Yeah. So I was talking about the link between the climate crisis and refugees and human rights. Um, talking about how refugees, number one, there's no area within our law that we have now to actually accept asylum um, and to actually accept asylum seekers or refugees. Um, I was also talking about the issues that it comes to imperialism, i.e., you know, colonialism, when the UK has an empire and was going to other countries and taking their resources, and the issues that's caused now, where it's caused conflicts in those countries, and also the the foreign policy that we have now. You know, in, you know, going into Iraq, going into Afghanistan, causing loads of destruction and then sort of not allowing people here um, and adding to climate chaos via, you know, uh, you know mi military weapons, and, you know, bombs, etc. Um, so yeah, that's what I was talking about, trying to make that link. So how can people our age uh, make a difference? Because mm. we can't really do it. We don't have, well, some people do, but we don't have as much freedom as a lot of adults. So what, what can we do in our communities and schools? I think there's loads of things. I think obviously you're the future. And doing stuff like this is really important. Speaking to people, finding out about what's going on, coming to events. Because, you know, you're doing stuff that a lot of children won't be doing. You know, I didn't do this when I was your race. It's really impressive. But, you know, getting involved, making your voices heard, getting involved in stuff like this. Not everything needs to be dangerous or scary. It can just be like, you know, showing support, being a voice, you know. So when, when people are talking to the media, just talk to people like you. You know, what does it mean for you? Your, your people is going gonna, is gonna to impact, let's be honest. I mean, people who are 50, 60, probably not going to impact their lives that much but it's going to impact your lives um, it's going to impact how you travel it's going to impact how you live it's going to impact every decision you make in your life so you're you know as you probably know far more than me you're in a school system right now going from being trained for jobs that might not even exist in the future so it's almost like well you know where is my future here and that's the problem with our system is that it's always short term trying to just think of how this the, the, the people will make profit uh, and it doesn't really care about the future people like you. Uh, do you know, I think it's so difficult for young people because I do get young people, I'm involved in a, you know, quite a few grassroots groups and we do get young people coming to us and it's just such a shame when I meet people like you and um, you know, I can't um, have them directly involved in, in the group, you know. And I think what you can do, I really, I, I'm so pleased to, you know, hear about what you're doing. And, you know, you sound like you're so motivated and enthusiastic. And, and actually, you know, I think this is a project that you could actually go around, you know, to other schools, other places, other communities. And you could actually tout this model around and show people how to do this. Because all of us groups, all of us community groups, we need to get out there to, to, to young people. And I think if you young people can provide that level of expertise that you've got, you know, and, and, and that you're deploying right now with your podcasting, I think that that would be really, really helpful for um, these different community groups. And so... I think that as young people, there's an awful lot that you can do to help amplify the voices of, of those groups because because we are only adults, we can't reach we can't reach you. Uh, so that that's what I'd say to you: keep doing what you're doing and show other young people how to do it. And now for some more information about COP26, um, they're asking countries to bring forth ambitious 2030 emissions reductions targets that align with reaching net zero by the middle of the century.
And another one of their goals is adapt to protect communities and natural habitats. Under this context, they, they say that the climate is already changing and it will continue to, to change even as we reduce emissions with devastating effects. The next section is the least... What? The least eco. Oh, the, the least eco brand of the week. The exact opposite of normal. Even though we've done this once, I think. Have we? Yeah. Okay, um, might be a goldfish then. This, this week's horrendous brand of climate death is Nike. On Nike? Like your girl. I'll cut that. I'll cut that out. I'm so sorry. I am... I apologise for saying that. I'll cut it out, I promise. If I don't, you can tackle me to the ground and kill me. (laughs) Or paralyse you. This is because they are one of the least eco-friendly fashion brands. And if you think about how much plastic is truly in your shoes and t-shirts and everything you wear, apart from cotton, um, you can even see it on the label in percentages. Wow. How is there that much plastic in clothing? Oh, sorry. Wow! How is there so much plastic in clothing anyway? Well, that's for another video. And now for another switch around um, section. Least eco item, not brand, of the week. This item most people have in their home and they are common in supermarkets. Very sadly for the British population, it's tea bags. No! The reason for this is several tea bags brands use polystyrene and sealing plastic to keep their tea bags from falling apart. This plastic is not recyclable or biodegradable. Biodegradable. So, biodegradable. So even when you put all your you used tea bags in the food waste or compost heap, it can lead to plastic pollution. Which is very bad. Yes. If you hadn't guessed already. <laughs> As not all of it will be broken down. No, the humanity. If you didn't know, Joe is the world's biggest tea fan. I. What of? <laughs> I have like Evan, Evan, if few, you're there. I have about a few a week. Evan, if you're there, I know you're a big fan, so I know this is gonna break your heart. But there are eco-friendly tea companies which many households already have. It's probably like Waitrose, and it costs like thirty quid for one tea bag. Um, but we hope you've thoroughly enjoyed this week's episode all about COP26 Um, we've recorded about a month before the summit starts so if we got anything wrong or it's outdated or anything like that we apologise, you can let us know in the comments or in Instagram Um, so remember to check out our Instagram and Twitter at State of Nature Podcast where we post about how we make the podcast photos and more also, uh, we do have a buy me a coffee. Uh, it doesn't actually buy us a coffee or a tea. Um, but you can donate us some money or pay £2 a month for behind the scenes early access to episodes, climate advice, and more. Um, I think we should also give you access to some apps or give you some apps um, like. 
I want to say the name, but apps that we use to try and offset our carbon emissions. We might try and get them on the podcast soon, so you'll find out about that. Have you actually contacted them? Not yet. I Not yet. I'll do. I'll do it today after this. <coughs> Um, again, thank you for listening, and we hope you s- to see you again. Bye, G Wizzles, and enjoy the video. Episode. No, the Audio. videos, the interviews, oh, the the video form of thing. Oh.